In a country of extraordinary and innovative electric guitar talents, Victor Kunda Kasoma of the Oscillations is among Zambia's finest. In this episode, Victor candidly shares the story of his disability from polio, the challenges and hard work that shaped his spiritual mindset and technique, his lifetime dedication to music, and personal reflections on I Can See It Coming, an album he released in 1978 when he was just 21 years old. Episode 3, I Can See It Coming. seven and eight, I had problems with my, my body. I'd slept, then I wanted to wake up from the bed. As usual, everybody who wants to get up from the bed, first of all, it's the legs, you want to take the, the legs. I realized I couldn't move the legs. And I, I thought I, I would use my arms to help my legs down. And my legs, my arms also were nimble. I realized I had a problem. And in the, the small houses that we used to live in, if I shouted for my mom, she would hear. And I called for Then they realized that uh, I was just a baggage of uh, flesh. My legs were not moving. Fortunately, we lived in 50 meter walk from the, our house to a hospital, which is now still there. It's called Wusakile. It used to be called Wusikili. But it's the white people that brought that to Sakiri. The African people tend to, to Sakiri or Sakiri. So they took me to the hospital to cut the story short. And they managed to make me walk again. I was between seven and eight. So, but when I went to a primary school, when I had 13 years of age, this challenge with my physical body reappeared. But this time I think it was more stronger on my lower limbs. And uh, before, before the 13 years, it reoccurred between, between the time when I said it was between seven and eight. And it, it became very difficult for me to go to a primary school because I started crawling. Now, that's where I developed hatred and bitterness and feeling rejected. Because in, in the townships then, the drainages were very bad. And I can remember that during the rain season, all the outside toilets would be running, but I would have to, have to walk through them from one point to home and end up sitting on the table with able people eating food, and that used to be very painful. Now it's during those times when I had a broken heart, I resorted to singing. The hunger was against every able person, except my mother and my dad, because they, they were close and they were sympathetic. But the rest of the people, because many of them were laughing at me, they would follow me, whoa, whoa. including women. 
with their babies at the back in those Osakiri um, uh, areas. And I developed bitterness to chase them out, pick some stones, try and throw, hoping that they would run away. But that provoked them further to yelling at me, whoa, a thing, a thing, look at it. Because I used to roll my legs now over my, my neck and protrude, use my hands. So as a result of that, I'm very grateful that anger and despair and helplessness turned into singing. My mom used to tell me so. This award and bad condition that people die, but some people live. Some people steal, some people kill. Some people love and some people hate. For the reason that they do not understand, I am the only woman, yeah. Woman ran away from me For the reason that I ain't got no money, yeah I ain't got no woman Oh yeah Bully boys, you, you'll be seated there 12 hours and you're watching them, they're playing. They will not give you a chance. And if you're looking at the, their fingers, they will even be more mad. What are you doing? Who, dare you, who dares you to, to look at us? Look there. And you're pretending you're looking at everyone. And so, at that particular club, one of my elder brothers, older than me, I think by two brothers in between, he was among those bullies and he, he, he happened to be a leader of a club. So sometimes on the weekends he would take the guitar with him home and later on he learned how to play some South African pieces. But he, he also was inspired by Spokesman and he brought a pen whistle and a guitar. Now there's no way any musician can play a pen whistle on a guitar. You have to have someone else to play something else in between. So he obviously opted me, I should play the guitar. Then he learned how to play the pen whistle. And on that day, I didn't know. And I failed, he beat me. He gave me an exercise, I failed, he beat me. And I think the third or fourth, and I'm crying. Then I managed to, to run a couple of chords. Then he says, you see, I told you that you can play. I cried even more. Never did I realize that that was a seed planted in me. Each time he would bring the guitar, I would wait, he's gone. Because if, I, if he would have found me playing a guitar, he would beat me. So I used to use it when he's away. You gotta be loved if you've got the bread. You got no bread, you got no woman, yeah. Oh, you be loved outside the door freezing. Like a naked fool around town. For the reason that you never understand, you ain't got no money.
amongst the younger people and I won the chairmanship of the overall club including those bullies big boys so I had an, an authority to take the guitar because I was a chairman and even if they were bullies and they were they could beat me they had no legal reason because I was, I was a leader that's how I started vigorously learning 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 and um, it opened my opportunity to meeting people like uh, Keith Mlevo, 
Ikirilonga, including Jagari, Isaac Impofu, to name a few. All the Zambian musicians at the time. Uh, but it was very difficult to, for me to get there. Sometimes I would not have money. But I'll find a hole in the door and dip through. And what used to be very painful, for example, is Keith Mlevo. Keith Mlevo was playing very sweet guitar, which I couldn't play. But I, I questioned myself every now and then, what makes him play? I looked at his fingers, there were five fingers. And I said, he doesn't have more fingers. So it's a question of practicing. And I practiced for years, for years, for years. And when I went to a secondary school, uh, they would beat me because the witch, uh, Keithy, had big sounds. They were big boys at the hot dogs. They were big boys. Ends were big boys. Of course, the Blackfoot, uh, they were relatively closer, but they were big boys too. And so I would go there from a secondary school, they would beat us. Because we used to go there with makeshift uh, equipment, microphone made from the, from the woodwork and technical drawing. We had makeshift guitars. We take a, an empty tin of uh, olive oil and put some strings. We get some strings from the tire, run out tower. Car tires. Yeah, there, there are wires there, and you put them. But eventually, I became formidable force. Younger, I started to threaten these big boys, be it the Keithy of the world, be it the, the Ricky of the world. And eventually, I think from 1974 to 77, I was being voted the best guitarist, the best singer and the best guitarist, and the best guitarist and the best singer and the best band. Uh, by the way, I had formed a band at a school, secondary school called the Oscillations, and uh, 1964. That is the first time my ability to play and sing was exposed to a very large crowd that filled the stadium. It's in Bancroft. It's called Mackay Stadium. It's, it's a dark inn. It's, it's a very big stadium. I think it's bigger than Heroes Stadium in Osaka. It's, it's very, very big. And on that day, Everybody went there, and Victor and a small group of young friends, who later were known as the Oscillations, played right there.
want to send a warning that you cannot stop the war inside you unless you identify who you really are. The war is waged between the despondent, the despair, the hopelessness, the nothingness, the worthlessness versus what you should be. So every human being ought to be some, 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 something. From the inception, um, I would call it a seed. The seed is not, it's not complete in itself. Unless you plant it using loam soil, good sun, and good watering, and fertile, it will not germinate. But when it germinates, that's when we know what that seed is. So I discovered that I have a seed, and the seed is the music. If you refer to my, my songs, you'll be amazed that before, before I knew this revelation, I sang a song, Lord, give me more time to live. There are a lot of things I want to do before I die. I chose for myself a wrong career, which I thought would benefit everyone. Then I mentioned, and this career is me. Lord, give me more time to live. There are a lot of things that I want to do before I die. I chose myself a wrong career, which I thought would benefit everyone. But oh, in vain. And this career is music. So I've got to carry on up to the end. Music. with a feeling. Bugalo, if you listen to it, it's just Bugalo with a feeling. Some expression of guitar, uh, some funky, groovies, uh, dancing in those days. Those were the hyper songs.
added in uh, a couple of vernaculars. One of them is Kapande. That's a folklore from my mother. My mother used to tell us stories that there was a, a monster, and we were saying, okay, this monster came, it has one big tooth, and it, it came after a hunter who used to hunt with big dogs. So this time, this hunter, he didn't find the animals, but he met with this monster. And the monster dreaded him, ran after antils, antils, then he realized he climbed the tree. So whilst he was crying, uh, the back of the tree got out of him. He was scared that this thing would get, get on him. And so that's how it, that, that's how it started. Then in that, I have a song. Uh, it was recorded in somewhere in 1977. It said, Kapande kisha. Kapande means a, uh, a back of a, of a tree. This guy was being scared, running away from a monster. He's trying to climb the tree, but then the, the back of the tree holds him and he's scared that that, that monster with one tooth will come and kill him. So that's how he started singing. This is about a monster that looked a little bit like a human being, but it had weird features. It had one big eye, one big tooth. And it, it was not amongst the people. So it, ha it, it so happened one day, a professional hunter who had trained his dogs, and, and the dogs were huge, like cows' dogs, but vicious. Uh, he went to hunt, as is usual, uh, professional. So instead of hunting for an animal this time, he met face to face, afar off, this monster approaching him. By that time, his dogs were also in, amongst the trees. He didn't realize what they were doing at the time. Then he realized this monster is not a human being to kill him. 
So he ran around. He started running and he found a, an anthill. And he's running around. It's walking. It can't run, but it's walking after him. He turns. It's following him. Then, in a, in a storytelling, he started singing. What he was saying, he was saying, I'm dying. Let me run the antio. I'm dying, even though I run the antio. This thing won't let me. So he saw a tree and he ran to the tree. He climbed fairly well, enough higher to avoid the, the, this monster to, to grab him. And the, the, the monster came under the tree. And the monster couldn't climb the tree because it was a monster. Perhaps it didn't have proper, proper hands, but it has a big tooth. So it, it started cutting the tree with its big tooth. And he continued to sing because he realized he had his dogs and he trusted in his dogs. The dogs were vicious. They were like cows, mind you. And he started singing the song again. When he said, he's now calling his dogs. You dogs who, who look like cows. Why can't you come and help me? And he realized the dogs were just feasting on on left dry bones there. And they couldn't respond. They couldn't respond. He kept on singing. Uh, uh, as, as he continues to sing, this monster kept on, kept on cutting and it, it was making this, this noise. Means today I'm cutting the tree, today I'm cutting. Can you hear? And he kept singing. It's the back of a tree. He got held. He could have climbed the feather. But it, somehow he was hooked on this uh, back of a tree and it couldn't move and he's scared. Should he make moves, he will, he, he will fall down and then that will be the end of it. But the amazing thing is that his dogs didn't respond. Now the story, the story ends in, in suspense. I wonder whether the tree fell. I wonder whether the monster managed to get hold of him. That's the nicest of story, children. Yeah.
come to you I need your love You said unto me Don't need my love I said unto you A beautiful lady I'm a lover I was ready to do my thing I'm a lover Ooh, You know you killed me baby I'm a lover I'm a lover I was ready to do my thing I'm a lover Yeah You know you killed me baby I wrote that song between when I was finishing my secondary education I, I wasn't married I wasn't married. I didn't have many girlfriends. I remember one time there was a there was this woman, young lady, beautiful young lady. She she was half South African, half Zambian, and she she was singing too. So that was a plus. She used to wake me up from bed and see me sleep, meaning she would stay with me the whole day. And when it's time to sleep, she, then she would say good night, day in years past. So I treated her like a friend. Oh, I would chat. Sometimes I would not have anything to talk, but she just seated there. She was just interested in me, whatever I was doing, but I was just seated down. She was there. So my mother, before she died, one day she called me in the house. She said, what do you think of that girl that comes here every day? I said, mom, she's just a friend. And mom said, awake Victor. How can a beautiful young lady every day comes to see you? And she makes she used to make sure that she dressed up immaculate and she would be with me. In terms even the onlookers they concluded Victor that's that's his girlfriend. So mom mom said maybe you are shy you must stay now this relationship do you think we can turn it into a, a serious relationship? Uh, maybe considering to get married in the future. And one day I, get, I, I gained courage and I said, okay, mama, I'll say so. And she came. And I, I think I must did it direct. Then I mentioned to her, do you know, I don't know if you ever thought, you're so close to me. I'd like you to be my girlfriend leading to marrying you someday. Hey, she got fumed. Instead of being happy, she yelled and she cried and she said this. Who dare you think you are? Just because I come to see you and you, and you think I'm just a word, just a word. And she said, I'm going. You'll never see me. And she was crying. I felt very bad. I felt very bad for many days. Did I insult her? Is it, is it an insult to propose uh, a love? Not sex, but love. Just the saying, I like you, I love you. I like you to be my girlfriend. That's how she went. It took long. So, as Victor, because at that time I, I, I was experiencing the polio challenge, I began to think, oh, I think he, She's just dumped me because uh, I'm physically challenged. And so I deduced in my mind, wow, proposing women is very difficult. That's how that song came about. How were the girls 
if, 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 a, if a child is crying, maybe there's no milk. Then we thought this is not enough. So we began to mention ourselves. It says if you have a child and you are not living a good life, where will you leave the children? Then it says, then Mwape or Victor would say, Nkoyanka Piyama Maneo. They will laugh at me, uh, the language. But I'm going to give it to my mother. Um, now when I look at the content of the LP, the only LP, that's why I recorded. It's called I See It Come or I See It Coming. And in there, there are soundtracks like Death, that Death has no excuse, which is a reality. That death does not want. And then there is I'm a Lover. It has a connection with my life, and it's a reality. It's a reality. Um, the I see it come. It's a prayer. By the way, that time I didn't know God, but when the, the idea of composing that song came, hear the words: Lord, give me more time to live. There are a lot of things I'd want to do before I die, and then I said. I, I chose for myself a wrong career. I would like to carry on with this music up to the end. I didn't know everything I have. Even now, I have a lot of materials of music. And I, I would wish that this music is emptied to the whole world in my life. That's my the longest desire. And so I said, Give me more time to live because there are a lot of things I want to do before I die. I chose for myself a wrong career, which I thought would be beneficial to every man. And then I categorically said, and this career is music. Oh, am I in there?
Thank you for listening. This podcast series was created by Jason Kanoy of Strawberry Rain Music and Callum McNaughton of Sharp Flat Records. Much respect and gratitude to our featured artists, creators and storytellers. Be sure to watch the Story of Zamrock documentary to put a face to the voices you heard here. Hey, Chachuluila Pangan, Dalugula Mano, Emma, yo.